I'm Amanda Olberg, Managing Editor of Education Next. We invite you to join this week's Education Next podcast, available online Wednesday morning each week at educationnext.org. Free tuition. Students want free tuition to go to college. They're campaigning for Bernie Sanders. Hillary Clinton has had to change her position on this two times, maybe three times, in order to accommodate all the demands for free tuition. This could be one of the hot issues emerging in American politics. Now, in Germany, they already have free tuition for university students. How did that come into being? What do the people think of it? Are they ever going to move back away to something closer to what we have in the United States. I have with me today a very distinguished economist from the University of Munich, Ludger Wussmann, who is also the Director of Economics and Education Policy at a research center in Munich known as IFO. So Ludger, thank you for joining us on our weekly podcast uh, I'm Paul Peterson. I should mention to the audience, uh, just to finish this uh, introduction up, uh, but Ludger, let me ask you this question. How did the Germans decide to provide free university tuition to all? Well, it's been like that kind of forever, uh, mostly. It's a very interesting uh, political history there. Actually, there was a federal ban uh, on tuition fees at uh, universities. And in 2005, um, several states went to the constitutional court and said actually that should be unlawful because the federal government cannot ha doesn't have a say in education in Germany. It's similar to the US, actually even stronger that it's the states who run education policy. And so they actually won. It was like, like we've been having this federal ban forever. And then the constitutional court said, oh, it's actually unlawful. And so. Kind of so overnight. the federal government said yes, and then the court said no, the federal government can't do that. That's interfering with states' rights to exactly. control the educational system. Exactly. And then seven out of the 16 states that we have in Germany decided they wanted to have tuition fees at the university, and they kind of overnight, within the next year, introduced them for the very first time, basically. It's nothing close to the U.S. type of tuition that you have. It's actually... It's basically 500 euros per semester or 1,000 euros per year, say like on current terms that less than $1,200 per year. But it was a first for the first time that we had tuition fees there. So tuition, and when did this happen? When did you first get tuition fees? This is in the like 2006, 2007, 2008. 2006, 2007, a number of the states introduced small tuition fees because the court said this is a state policy and the states thought well these students shouldn't necessarily get a totally free education they should have a little skinny in the game at least so that happened exactly right? exactly and so and it was really like the big uh, partisan thing which we, we don't have that many partisan things in Germany than than you have here but the conservative uh, big party, they were all in favor and they introduced it and the states run by the Social Democrats, the leftish uh, party, they were totally against it. They thought that... They're the like Bernie Sanders of <laughs> Germany. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it is. And you see, like, you know, should look forward to what's going to happen here <laughs> because they basically, what happened is that literally all the governments who had introduced tuition fees 
got voted out of power. And the final two basically fell over before being now, voted out of office. Now, was this big an issue that they fell because of this, or was that because of larger political events? Um, well, many people feel that this was, in fact, decisive in several state elections. So it was like a big topic. You know, the states don't have that many power in many areas anymore. It's education. And there, like really the students and, and their interest groups really brought it like big time to the scene. It was highly controversial and uh, and it seemed like- Did uh, students go on strike? Did they oh yes. walk out oh of yes. classes? Yes, yes, all these Do they ever go to class in Germany <laughs> or are they like American <laughs> students? <laughs> well, my students are there all the time, of course. But <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, I, like, these, these were very controversial uh, topics, had been beforehand. Uh, and they're big time and literally like I think a handful of conservative governments got voted out of power and in several of the states the very first law that the new social democratic government passed was to abandon tuition fees. So today there are no tuition fees. It was a short-term experiment that was a political disaster. Yeah, exactly. So actually like I think by 2014-2015 all states had abandoned them again and the last one was Bavaria, the state where I am, I'm in, and actually they have, have been having this like absolute majority conservative government since the uh, since the war. But um, they finally felt they actually would lose their power if they would stick with these tuition fees because it seems like I remember like whatever driving into work on the radio, you got this feeling that like 90% of the public is against tuition fees. Well, that's pretty interesting. Uh, I guess if you have a history of not having had tuition fees, introducing tuition fees can be incredibly controversial. Absolutely, so that's, that's what you see here. I mean, I, I guess you see similar things sometimes in the US, or I remember from, from the UK, that whenever people try to raise tuition fees to a large extent, you also get these strikes. And I think so there's a commonality there across countries as well. Yes, although in the United States you will see uh, increases in tuition fees in lots of states that are sort of commensurate with inflation, modest increases, maybe 3%, 4%. You don't see them doubling tuition fees. That's but yeah. you've seen steady increases in tuition in the public sector where the state is subsidizing the school system pretty substantially. Now, I know you've now done isn't a... Isn't that kind of... I mean, that's really something that I find fascinating as a basic question. It's like this good like university education around the world I, I think it's hard to understand why some countries like the US but also the UK or Japan or Korea I think on average across OECD numbers uh, you have to pay more than five thousand dollars per year uh, on average at public universities to go there and then there's other countries like the Nordic countries or several other continental European countries or now Germany again where it's totally free of charge like can you think of a good that some countries give away and others you pay a five thousand bucks well, of course, if you go to the university, you're going to earn more in life. I think economists have established that <laughs> time and time again. So this is a substantial subsidy to the future rich. That's exactly what it is, and that's really the starting point of, of our research here. What we wanted to understand was really, first of all, like what do people think? I mean, is it true that the majority is against tuition fees in Germany, or uh, what does it look like? Because we don't have any solid evidence on that. And then we wanted to understand to what extent does it depend on people's views or their knowledge on how much more university graduates earn compared to non-university graduates. And the third question we had was actually, I think a lot of fear in Germany, particularly from 
poorer people is like you can run into debt and uh, you never get out of it and it's totally unfair that like poor people their kids cannot go to university because of these tuition fees and so some countries have these income contingent tuition fees where like you only pay them uh, later on not while you're at university only when you're on the labor market and only if and only if your income is above a certain threshold. Yes, like that's Australia. an idea that, that has now emerged in Indiana at Purdue University, which is headed up by the former governor of Indiana, who was a Republican, a conservative governor, and now he's introducing this contingent loan plan that is very similar to this idea that you just expressed. But so now I just want to go into one more detail about your research. So what you have done is to do a survey of the German people to find out what they think under different conditions? Exactly. So that's what we did. Like you, of course, all of your listeners know the PEPG opinion poll here in, uh, on education topics in the U.S. Two years ago, we introduced something relatively similar in Germany. So we have in 2014, we asked more than 4,000 uh, adult people in Germany, representative of the German adult population, about all sorts of education topics, but in particular also on this tuition fee. And we did a, another round last year, we're doing another one this year. And so what we did there is really just like very basically ask them a simple question, do you favor or oppose that students at German universities cover part of the cost of their studies themselves by tuition fees? And they could say like strongly So that was asked of how many people? 4,000. 4,000 people that. were in your study and then uh, one of the questions you asked was just a simple question. Do you think that you should have tuition fees instead right, of the free right. tuition? And then what we basically did is like we subdivided these 4,000 people into four groups randomly, so like four random subsamples. And the first group, let's call them the control group, just got this question just like that, and they can just say like whether they favor or oppose it. And then we did uh, uh, a second group, uh, who got the same question, but before getting that question, they ju just got one sentence uh, that read, university graduates earn about 40% more each year than persons with a vocational education or apprenticeship. So that's Is like that really true? That university true. graduates make 40% more yeah, than like uh, somebody with a vocational degree? Right, so we went into the official statistics in Germany there and calculated it, and that's actually what, yeah, you know, if you like traditional, it's, it's actually pretty, standard and straightforward and would be similar here in the US, maybe even even stronger. So you usually like more or less you would like, at least in the old ages, you would have like four years or five years uh, of university and the rate of return to a year of schooling in the US uh, as, much as, as much as in Germany is somewhere between 10% or maybe in Germany historically more like seven or 8%. And so four to five years additional education, this makes exactly this 40%. So this is, pretty standard, which economists would know, but the question is whether the person it's on the street It's about the knows. best investment you can make, right? I mean, it's very hard. Maybe if you, uh, if it, I, I know we had the uh, Bernie Madoff scheme where he promised people 10% return every year. <laughs> he went to jail eventually. <laughs> <laughs> but this, know, is, think this is pretty good. Uh, you know, I think if you get it for free, then it's a good investment. If you've got to pay $50,000 for it at a, like, Highbrow University, you may reconsider. Yeah, that's exactly the the, the question on whether like the per people who later on are like the richer part of the population should actually like get their education for free by the taxpayer. 
Okay, so now what did you find out when you, it, when you asked people the question after giving them this 40% difference in income information, did that change people's opinions? If you compare the two groups, the one that got the simple question without that information, you compared them to the one that got this information, how much did opinion change? How, what's the difference in the opinion between the two groups? It actually did change quite substantially. We were quite surprised by that. I mean, the first thing actually that we were very much surprised about is the baseline results. So those who didn't get any information, even among them, 40% were actually in favor, either strongly in favor or somewhat in favor of tuition fees. 40% were 40 in favor of, of tuition fees. And 46% were opposed and like the uh -huh. rest were undecided. Uh -huh. So uh, literally I was very surprised by that because the feeling was in the media always like, like as I said, like 80-90% of the population are against it. I think what we see there is probably that in the public debate only the interest groups get a hearing and so the average person may actually oppose it but no one ever notices. So that was interesting. So the plurality is against tuition fees but actually not even the ma majority. And now what happens if they get this information that you earn 40% more if you graduate from university that actually did change uh, over the plurality. No, 48% were in favor of tuition fees and only 37% were against. So the uh, opposition to tuition fees drops from 46 to 39%. Percent. 37. 37 like percent, 9 percentage percent. points, which is a pretty big shift. It is a big shift by this one little sentence. <laughs> right. Right now, you tried some other little sentences with the third and the fourth group. Wh what happened there? Exactly. So we did two more things where I like I didn't have strong pri priors on, on on what these informations would do to people. And I thought like this would be the one that maybe most people would already have. We did two more things. Like the third group got uh, the uh, the information that how much we already spend per student at the university, so, so to say, like. Federal government and the federal states currently spend about 8,600 euro per student at a university each year, so to say there's already a lot of public spending on that. That didn't affect their uh, opinion at all. And it's not their money. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, well they will have to pay it, the taxes. It, it, well, yeah, but people don't, you yeah. should have added that, and you will have to pay the taxes <laughs> for that. Yeah. The other, the fourth group got uh, like a treatment that was more towards this idea of, of inequality of access and, and this type of thing, who profits from it. So like here's a very interesting number that, that they got. So among children of parents who themselves have a university degree, about 75%, so three quarters, take up university status themselves. And among children of parents who do not have a university degree, so the poorer part of the population, this is about 25%. So it's three quarters as opposed to one quarter. And so there you directly see, you know, like giving it away for free really like big time is in favor of those who already probably have quite a lot of money. Uh, we even told them that this difference actually already existed before we had any tuition fees in Germany. So it's not due to the tuition fees. It was there in a, in a, in a world without any tuition fees. Again, that didn't affect the opinion at all. In a so you told way. them that really this is benefiting the well-to-do segment of society. Yeah, but you know, later on I figured, so actually for me in a sense, <laughs> this would be the strongest reason why you do want to have tuition fees. Like for, like even if you're just about uh, like whatever, equality of opportunity or even more like like justice or like, like if you want to have redistribution basically, then this is all in favor of having tuition fees rather than not having tuition fees. 
But you know, it's not quite clear what this information does to people. On the one hand, they see, yes, of course, there's this huge difference in access to university and like the rich kids get it for free. But they think it would only get worse if you exactly, had. Exactly, yeah. That could be. It could just be that, say, like if we introduce tuition fees, like this like makes it even less likely that we more than 25% of like the poor people's children will ever go to university. So what, yeah, what shift in opinion did you get when you gave that question or mm, gave that No significant none, shift. None, no at change all. at all. So it could be that for some people it did one, one thing and for the, the other, other but right. on average it didn't affect the outcome. So in a sense, a little bit of this research is of course a question of like what would politicians who would actually like to have tuition fees have to do in the public debates. And so now we, like if you take that seriously, it means that actually we probably mostly want to argue about the relative earnings of graduates rather than any of these other things. So is this a conspiracy uh, on the part of the conservatives to uh, find out what the public truly thinks about uh, tuition <laughs> fees so that they can get them back into the, into the German system once again? Or is this, uh, why did you ask these? I mean, given the fact that this had gone through all of the political controversy, isn't this such a settled question that you know, opinion doesn't really count yeah. anymore? <laughs> people, well, right, yeah. People told me that, and uh, but I really wanted to understand what's behind there and, and what, it, what this all means. And I think, like, this finding really got quite some attention in the German public debates. And, I, like, in a sense, right now, currently, like, the issue of university tuition fees is totally dead because, like, like several governments basically ran out of power for that. I'm still pretty sure that within five years we will have it back uh, on the agenda and then we're gonna have a better informed discussion about that. And you can actually already see that some people come out and change this uh, debate quite a bit. In particular, and this is the final thing that, that we also did, if you think about whether these tuition fees should be income contingent or not. I see, so they could introduce tuition fees but then say you won't have to pay them uh, until you started earning your income and only if you have a substantial income. Right, and so we did phrase it. So mm -hmm. we didn't tell people who does it, but like Australia is the most famous example. They have this on a big s uh, scale, New Zealand as well. Even England has introduced that. Uh, and you know, I, I kind of like it and many economists argue that like say that this is really the type of tuition fees where first of all, you this probably makes sense to like the people who are gonna be rich in the future don't totally give away the thing to them but make them pay a little bit for themselves it's an investment they themselves profit from from it why shouldn't they at least pay at least part of the cost but this the other point though is that i think that's really got ignored in the german uh, political debates when they introduced these tuition fees overnight is what to do with people who actually in fact don't have enough money to to spend uh, on this right away and therefore like if you want to get around that i really think this whole idea of uh, income contingent uh, tuition fees is great. First of all, you don't have to pay them while at university, only later on. And then you can tell them that, you know, if, if you fail, if actually no one in your family has ever gone to university, you go there and realize you're not gonna do it, you don't have to pay it back. You're only gonna pay it back if it works for you, if you are gonna be among the richer well, part of the population <coughs> in the future. That is the argument that's being advanced and uh, that we're gonna be discussing that in Education Next in some upcoming uh, conversations. Uh, Ludger, this has been a fascinating discussion. Uh, we, uh, do you have one more point you want to yeah. make? Well, I want to tell you what came out if you ask the people whether they like income contingent tuition fees. So we did it. We, in the first year, we did it as a separate question. And the next year, we did it as a, another randomized split. 
And the really fascinating thing is, from the control group where 40% are in favor of tuition fees, 63% are in favor of tuition fees if they are going to be paid only out of your income later on. So this is something that really flies with the Well, public. that's very interesting because, you know, what's going to happen downstream is Germany is going to have some fiscal problem. All countries do. I'm not <laughs> picking on the Germans. It just comes along. And this is going to come along as a way of ameliorating that kind of a situation, perhaps. I mean, that's I think exactly I what I... Uh, so I, I think uh, this is really important research and... Uh, Thank you very much for sharing your findings with our podcast audience. This is Paul Peterson. I'm the editor-in-chief of Education Next, and you've been listening to Ludger Wissmann from the University of Munich discussing the German free tuition situation and public opinion concerning it. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thank you for tuning in to Education Next's weekly podcast, released every Wednesday morning. For more on education reform, visit us online, educationnext.org.